1: to Cassius. Conversations with today's icons from business, sports, and entertainment. I'm your host, Cassius F. Butts. Welcome back to another episode of Talk to Cassius. I'm your host, Cassius F. Butts. And today we actually have a pretty interesting person today. She is a serial entrepreneur, one of the smartest people I've ever met. I've known him for a couple minutes. Uh in reality, she'll say a couple decades, but I'm gonna say a couple minutes. I wanna introduce you today of having here DeRaja Asili. DeRaja, glad you are here with us today on Talk to Cassius.
2: Cassius, I am beyond excited to be here talking with you today. Oh, my gosh. I am so thankful that our paths crossed while we were on Clubhouse.
1: Absolutely. So here's the great part about it is our show, really, we talk about business, sports, and entertainment, but really the business aspect of what we talk about today is something that's really, really important, particularly for people who are looking to make headways into the world of, uh, of entrepreneurship. Uh, you've been doing this for a minute now. You've been doing this for several minutes now. Uh, Daraja is actually one of those person who's taking uh the, the horns by, by the head and said hey i'm gonna do it my way uh she's got signed up with goldman can't wait here to talk about that with Gold, uh, goldman sachs uh and i also really want to talk about really what you're looking to do next and so if you'll take the opportunity right now DeRaja, just jump in and let folks know who you are uh and really i don't i'm not gonna read your bio because boring. <laughs> you know, it's boring no one should just read a bio but we'd like to hear from you talk about who you are who is DeRaja?
2: I love that, Cassius. I am not a big bio reader. When you ask me to send, send you my bio, I'm definitely more of like experiences. And I know one of the things I just feel so blessed that I'm able to do is I finally have found my passion. And what my passion is, is really building businesses and building businesses that I'm passionate about. And currently I've been building my own business um, back in 2014 um i got into the creative uh, experience space really it was a few years before that i was actually um consulting right and consulting Mm -hmm. for like major clients and making good money and i was miserable (laughs) Yeah, right i'm sure other people have felt the same way and so and were being like, ah, oh, like I need to do something that I can feel passionate about. And I came across this art organization. And so they were looking for someone to kind of start things up in DC, had no like experience in event production or producing a show. I do have a huge love for the arts. Yes. And so that kind of just launched me into this whole like creative art space, right? And so- now, now I let, began... me, let me
1: jump in right quick. When yeah. we talk about arts, we're not talking about just going up and just drawing a picture. We're talking about like a a variety of different arts and arts initiatives. Right. Talk about that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So we were bringing together um, artists from musicians, bands, fashion designers, um, actual visual artists in variety of mixed mediums, um, comedians, photographers, Um, hairdressers, makeup artists, right? So I would bring them, I would curate this experience, bring them all together in a one night showcase. So we would have anywhere from 50 to 60 artists. So on stage, Uh, our last show we did was at the Howard Theater. So on stage, we would have about three to four bands performing in all different genres too. So we'll have some hip hop, we'll have some country band, we'll have blues, we'll have jazz. So each show we did was slightly different. We'd have some fashion shows, Mm -hmm. and then a pop-up visual art gallery, right? And so in that experience, I learned like my kind of super, I'm really good kind of at partnerships and um, sales and marketing. Yes. And so in my kind of meeting the artist, the number one thing I would hear the artist say is, I don't have any money. I'm like, what do you mean you don't have any money? <laughs> like, <laughs> You have this amazing, like you need status. money to start, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're, and they were they had these, these super, super creative people, but they didn't know exactly how to take what They had created and turn it into revenue for them right then they would be able to do more of what they love so one of my missions in doing these shows and i'm so happy it happened quite a bit is to have these artists sell many of their pieces or even sell out of their work right so i would have shows where artists would sell every single piece that they brought with them to the show and um that to me was like super super powerful and that kind of led me into My next company that I'm doing now, which is allowing just regular people like you and I, right? So, Cassius, have you ever picked up a paintbrush before?
1: I have, unfortunately.
2: Oh, you have? (laughs) Okay. And so, so, and are you painting on a regular basis?
1: No, by no means. No, No, I don't have that skill set.
2: Okay, but you can right? so that's, that's the next thing. So then the whole if anybody's heard of like the paint and sip industry. So then I started um, working with bars and restaurants, bringing these paint and sip events to their venue on their slaughter the night of the week. So there's twofold happening one, the restaurant owner was getting business. So here I am again, helping another small business owner, which is a huge passion of mine. And then. Two, that problem I mentioned before where artists were like, I don't have any money. I was like, Hey, would you want to do some of these events? And the artists were like, definitely. So the artists loved helping regular people. The so no way. spirit was required. Someone would walk in and I would love to see the transformation, right? So someone would walk in primarily, most of the people attending were females, right? If a man did come, usually they were dragged by a woman, their girlfriend, their wife right? Right. <laughs> or their partner. Right. Sure. And sure. they'd be like, I can't do this. There's no way I can do this. Oh, why did you make us do this? Like, oh, at the end, they have this amazing painting, right? So we take everyone step-by-step step from blank canvas to finished product. So, so that's been kind of like the journey. And so I, I absolutely, like I said, love what I do. I love giving an opportunity to people that I work with for them to also love what they do. So, so that's kind of my approach to, to business and, and what I love to do.
1: Wow. So well, here's the other cool part about it. It's not just in, in the arts. I mean, you actually do that as well. I mean, that's, and that's Happy Trees Entertainment, right?
2: Correct. And mm-hmm. you are
1: based out of Washington, D.C.?
2: Yes. So based out of Washington, D.C., um, pre-pandemic, we were in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, as well as New York. And I was in the process of expanding to Texas. Um, Houston and Atlanta. So we were doing in-person events, as I mentioned, in bars and restaurants. Of course, that kind of just stopped. I did pivot as a result of the pandemic to virtual. Okay. So now we're open up. We're doing them nationwide. We're doing paint part virtual paint parties and candle workshops and flower arrangement for military bases in North Dakota, Alaska, property complexes in New Hampshire. Seattle, Washington, right? So the pandemic, I have to say, I always try to look at gifts that I'm given from things that may be really challenging for for me. And one of the gifts I can say of this this period has been, I now have like two additional revenue streams to my business where I never even was thinking about it. Like I honestly wasn't thinking about virtual, right? I was thinking about expanding my in-person events to different cities. Now I have this second, revenue stream when we can do in-person again, and it allowed me to be international. So we just did a coffee art event and half of the attendees were in Germany, right? Wow. So yeah, so it's just, yeah, it's just so, it, it's just so fun. I, I love, I love being able to, like I said, do what I love and also bring, um bring that and bring creativity into other people's lives. Now,
1: how did it start?
2: Ooh, how did it start? Um, so I would say, um, happy trees definitely started, and it was kind of a combination. So for a while, a lot of this I was just doing kind of for fun, and it was interesting when I first started doing the um, paint parties, I never thought it would get as big as it did. My initial thought was, oh, I'll do this for fun. I'm helping out some artists, I'll organize it, they're gonna be able to make money. And at the same time, I was in the process of getting my licensing and studying and everything to open up a mortgage company again, right? Cause I figured even though it wasn't initially my passion per se, mm-hmm. it definitely was a good business, right? And a great way to make money, right? Right. I definitely didn't see the opportunity at the time to make money in that industry. And now, as a result of that, I just have a way more open perspective as to what people can make money doing, right? So, so now, but, but, but yeah, let me go ahead.
1: Before you go into the next part, because Goldman Sachs, how did they get in the middle of the, all of this?
2: Mm, I mean, yes, you actually got question. sent to
1: the Goldman Sachs uh, you know, program, which is difficult to get into, right?
2: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that is a great question. I wish I don't know if someone actually referred them to me somehow it came across my path, right? So I think it was in year 2018, I was doing you know, seven figures of revenue and I had reached this point, I don't know if any other business owner has experienced this before, like I'm really good, like I'm really good at reaching out, I'm really good at getting a mentor, really good at getting a coach, right? I'm really good at that kind of stuff, I'm really good at Googling, but there was something going on where I was like, this voice in my head saying you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, what do you mean you don't know what I don't know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Like, I find someone and I, but I didn't even know what to ask. I was at that point in building my business where I didn't, I wasn't even sure exactly what to ask. Yeah. All I knew was I wasn't really that happy. Right. you know i was super stressed all the time i put all these different processes in place but something was slightly off right mm-hmm. and then this program came across my path and i for the goldman sachs Ten K S B program and there was an application process they asked about all your financials mm-hmm. and i applied and then i had an in-person interview right yeah. this is at the time i'm living in new york city so i have an in-person interview and um and I got in. And even still I didn't really quite understand. I never knew, had known anyone to go through this program, right? Mm-hmm. So it still didn't quite know, but but each step I took, mm-hmm. like it was like the universe would say, Yep, this is what you need, right? And I was starting to feel a little bit better. So I remember and let, getting let,
1: let everyone know what, what does it mean to be in the Goldman Sachs program? I mean, tell 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 our listeners what does that mean?
2: Yeah, so it was a program that was started by Goldman Sachs. And they've partnered with Babson College. They've also partnered, I think, another supporter um, is Warren Buffett. We recently had a, I'm not sure, I want, town hall isn't the right word, but we had some sort of gathering last end of last year. Warren Buffett was a speaker. So some really amazing entrepreneurs, business owners, um, cor- corporations who want to support the small business um, is involved with this program. Right. And their belief is you help the small business owner in America, you help them bring on additional employees. This in turn helps the economy as a whole. Right. So like and the,
1: I like the mentoring into uh program that helps you to scale up to get to that next level. Right?
2: Yes, exactly. It is definitely a mentoring program to help you scale up. It also like my, I would say one of my top, um, takeaways from it. In addition to, you're you're literally going through like a mini MBA, right? In about six months. So every single Wednesday, we met in person, you're in a cohort of 30 to 40 other business owners. And the business owners range anywhere from being in business for two years, all the way to 100 year family owned businesses, right? Wow. And so just being in that room with individuals that are at different stages within their within their um, business is super powerful because every single one of them understood what I was talking about when I was saying like, oh, I'm stressed about this or, oh, I don't know what to do with HR because someone probably had been through it in the room. And in that moment, I realized I didn't really have anybody in my... St- around me necessarily on a regular basis that I could really talk to about all those tough things that were happening with my business. So I can imagine
1: that really coming from a program like that, I mean, you've got a chance to really meet people who've done business all around the world, right? And uh, really, these are new relationships that can help you scale up your business, new uh, joint venture opportunities, I'm sure. Uh, but you mentioned something about all around the world. You haven't just lived in one place in the United States, right? You've been like everywhere, probably Pluto yeah. for all I know, right? I mean, talk about all the, the, the places you've been and how this has brought you back to where you are today.
2: Yes. No, I definitely consider myself a location independent business owner. So though I do in-person events, I specifically made it so I personally can operate whatever is happening no anywhere in the world. Right. And I even tested that out in when I was done with the Goldman Sachs program, the treat to myself was to live in Kenya for a month, right? So I was in Nairobi, Kenya for a month. (laughs) Everything worked great. My business was still running events were still happening. It was great. (laughs) Um, And then for me personally, I love to travel. So I've actually traveled, I've actually driven, I'm a huge driver. I, I love driving. Um, I've actually driven cross country, I think at this point from east coast to west coast, at least like two, three, or even four times. Wow. Yeah. Right. And then during the pandemic, I'm not really traveling by air right now, but I just knew I needed to get out of the house. So for four days, (laughs) I drove from here to Texas. Yeah. And back just for the heck of it, right?
1: <laughs> just yeah. to
2: get out, <laughs> see the scenery. And it was super helpful for my mental state.
1: <laughs> well, I will so, tell you one thing that people will, will know we've known each other for, for a long time, but we we actually worked together for MBA back many moons ago 20 uh, something years ago, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but geez, we started when we were teenagers, right? So, we
2: did, um, we
1: did. but the reality is that no, you've really come to a place in your professional life. You've accomplished so many great things with Happy Trees Entertainment. you you accomplished so much with Goldman Sachs. Um, and the things we're doing also on that other social thing, Clubhouse. We get on there every week and talk about different things related to PPP, business, financial acumen, all those sort of things, right? Just in our last couple of minutes, can you tell, really, for the folks who are viewing today, Roger, what's next? And what will it take? What advice would you give someone who wants to do the things that you're doing? Maybe not the way that you did it, but really mm-hmm. kind of what does it take to be that self-starter to get going and leave, leave us with some, some lasting words about, uh, you know, things that we could kind of you know tag along with our own business initiatives?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think the biggest advice I can give anyone who wants to start their own thing, um, be their own boss, is do it. I can't tell you how many times I hear about people strategizing. I've got to have a business plan. I've got to have business cards. No. You actually don't need any of that <laughs> just start just do something right do something that it will generate income right and i should probably should be specific with that right so do something that will generate income in whatever you're passionate about right so if you make pumpkin pies and you want to sell those pumpkin pies make those pumpkin pies mm-hmm. right put them up on on instagram of pictures of your pumpkin pies these are going to be 25 dollars, right just do it and then you can start filling in all the other processes and procedures as you go, but I find so many people who want to have their own business are so stuck in the planning stages. And I do think there is some value in planning and there also is value in taking action. So that's my biggest advice is definitely take action.
1: So how can people follow you and how can they get uh, in touch with you with uh, Happy Trees Entertainment and even maybe some of your consulting opportunities?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, Happy Trees Entertainment, they can go to Happy Trees with an S, entertainment.com. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, all as Happy Trees underscore ENT. Um, you can also find me on Clubhouse <laughs> at dharaja.asili. I always love hopping in rooms, having amazing conversations. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much everywhere you can follow me.
1: Well, I will tell you, you no, know, we are very fortunate to have you here today. Uh, we just want everyone to know, uh, you know, DeRaja is someone who really has taken life by the horns and said, hey, I'm going to do it my way. And we're glad you actually tuned in with us today. Uh, and actually, Dharaja says something we often end the show with, Duraja is follow your passion. And mm-hmm. I want to just everyone out there, continue to follow your passion. You'll be certain never uh, to become lost. Uh, and also, when you get a chance, take a look. Check out Duraja, See some cool places she's been into. It may be something you can uh, actually learn from her that can start and grow your business. Maybe take it to the next level. Thank you all today for your tuning in and joining us with us with uh, we'll Talk for Cassius. Look forward to seeing you next week.
3: At Jim Ellis Automotive, we take pride in our family-owned and operated business. Hi, I'm Stacy Ellis, Vice President of the Jim Ellis Automotive Group. When my granddad, Jim Ellis, founded our company in 1971, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was easy and fully transparent and it worked. 50 years later my dad Jimmy Ellis grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family owned and operated automotive group. Today third-generation family members like myself along with the support of more than 1,700 dedicated team members are working hard to uphold the values our company was founded on. At Jim Ellis Automotive we try harder because we sincerely value your satisfaction. That's why we've been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit Jim Ellis.com or stop by any of our 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, still family-owned and operated and where you can always expect the, best. expect the best.
0: Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com.